Hello, hello, hello everyone. How are you doing? Welcome back to another episode of Life's Your Bitch, the podcast where we are changing the narrative. You already know the drill. Today's episode is how to make life your bitch, which if you are new here, is an open advice kind of session. Just like a Q&A, you guys ask kind of questions or advice on anything, bring in scenarios that you want some advice or help with, and I try my best to answer them. But first things first, what have I been grateful for recently? So I actually only filmed last week's podcast episode yesterday, but a few things have happened since then. So it was my brother's and like his now fiance's engagement party yesterday, and it was so, so much fun. But my friend Gabby, we all know and love, Gabby came around. Imogen is currently in Portsmouth because she graduates soon. Um, and if you're watching on TikTok, they got me a jelly cam. They wrote me a really cute card and they were like, thank you so much for like planning on a Bali, like wouldn't be able to do it without you. And got me a little smashed Avo jelly cap, which just made me feel so loved and appreciated. Like I actually could have cried. I just thought it was the cutest thing ever and such a nice thing to think about. And yeah, it just made me feel really appreciated by my friends, which was so, so nice and so lovely. So I'm very grateful for them too and how like thoughtful and just wonderful friends they are and how, yeah, how much they appreciated that and how appreciated that made me feel was just so much fun. And I'm off to Greece in literally, I leave for the airport in less than 12 hours. So I need to film this, quickly go to bed for a few hours and then at 2 a.m. we leave to go. And I, I'm really grateful for like my mindset approaching this trip because I definitely want to see it as more of a chill trip. Like I definitely... That's why I'm pre-filming this podcast. I'm gonna hopefully, I wanna get some good sleep so I can do some work on the plane. I've got like a few hours in Corfu by myself. So I think I might like sit and work. Obviously I wanna explore, but I think I might sit and work for a bit and like really set myself up for the trip. And I'm really grateful for my mindset because I'm going with people who, I don't even know who's going, right? I have no idea who's gonna be there and I haven't even really thought about it. And I'm grateful of that mindset of just like, I've not thought about it. I'm just gonna go, I'm gonna have fun, I've not overthought it, I've not overthought that I'm gonna be in a room with someone that I don't know for a week straight, like the introvert in me is crying a little bit, but I'm really, oh my god, sorry, I've been drinking a Pepsi Max, I feel like I'm gonna burp in this episode a lot, because I just had a KFC and now I'm drinking a Pepsi Max, and if you can't tell, like I said, it was an engagement party yesterday, big barbecue, all day drinking, sorry if I sound croaky, I'm gonna try and keep this episode like 30 minutes, just because, yeah, I don't want to annoy you with my voice, hopefully it's not that bad. Um... But yeah, I'm super grateful for my mindset leading up to this. And this is like my first proper kind of work trip, which is so much fun. Um, and yeah, I just can't wait. And I'm feeling super grateful and like lucky that I get to go and experience this all. And I can't wait to tell you all about it. But the journal prompt last week was what like areas of your life, what aspect or area of your life do you think you hold the most self-worth in? If you listen to last week's episode, I think it's probably obvious because I did speak about it a lot in there. But I... I would say I'm pretty level because right now I think my self-work within my work, which is normally my highest, is just a bit confused at the moment. Like, I don't really know what I'm focusing on or what I'm doing. I've got these goals I'm really excited for, but like, I'm kind of like waiting to come back from Greece because then I've got like four weeks of work and then I think I'll have my mojo back. But right now I feel like it's in myself because like I said, I've not really overthought going to Greece, like being with people I don't know, what impression they're gonna have of me. I don't feel the most confident in my body right now. I'm very body neutral. Like I never 
feel incredibly insecure but I'm just kind of like mm, don't love it but like I haven't thought about it that much so yeah I feel like within myself at the moment like I kind of just trust myself that I can go to Greece I'm gonna get on with people have a really good time like I've just not overthought it which I definitely would have before and maybe it's just because I've been so busy and it doesn't even feel like I'm going to Greece in a few hours but yeah I think I hold a lot of self-worth within who I am as a person and I know your self-worth shouldn't come from other people but the girls have made me feel like a really good friend with my jelly cat so if you're listening I love you too thank you also if you're watching on TikTok um do you like my setup I'm very cozy right now I've got this gorgeous pink throw over me it's literally I was gonna say it's like a blanket it is a blanket it's the softest thing I've ever felt we've got Poddy the Poddy the plant which is my podcast mascot the jelly cat that my boyfriend got me when I made the podcast and we've got Sister Sunshine which is a sunshine jelly cat who I just think matches the podcast aesthetic because she's yellow I want to get a sign or something here likes your bitch or maybe like a neon but I also want it to be cozy so I don't know who knows anyway let's get on with some open advice questions I've not even really thought about these so it's gonna be very chatty very bear with me very girly chats you're on FaceTime to your friend and you've just like asked her this question and she's not had time to prep okay that's the vibe also did I say I've got Pepsi Max not really any ASMR because the ice is melted but I'll take it I want to start this TikTok series when I come back, right? I've been trying to think, let me know as well what you would want to see from the podcast TikTok because I get a bit confused on what to post on the t- podcast while I'm what to post on my one. I'm thinking leave the podcast very podcast focused. So like clips from the podcast and I want to start this thing. So if you listen to the podcast regularly, you'll know that every, for a while now, every like week I'll come on and I'll be like, oh, I've got this drink and I've kind of made it into like a little bit of a thing, but not really. Like I always try and sit down and film up with a drink because... One, it makes me talk slow because I have sips and I chill. But I also just think it's nice. Um, and I want to start like a podcast series. I mean, TikTok series in the podcast one. Where I like sit and make the drink with you. So like try different types of coffee every week. Like get myself a little coffee machine. Try different coffees. And then like chat about what this week's going to be. And just, yeah, on the TikTok beforehand. Because I think that could be fun. It's like a nice way of like getting you involved in the process. Uh, but let me know what other TikToks you would want to see because I don't know whether to do like advice ones on there or like what would be the most beneficial. I don't know. Anyway, advice on how to not get, no, (laughs) definitely not how to not get. Advice on how to get out of a rut almost between uni terms, feeling like you're not doing, and I assume she meant not doing enough. It kind of just cuts off. But I think for this, you kind of have to accept responsibility and like just go and do it so if you mean like you're stressed and you're a bit burnt out I've got episodes on stress and I've got episodes on burnout maybe go and have a listen to the burnout one because if you're in a rut it might be that you're actually just a bit burnt out and a bit like lost for motivation but I think you kind of have to something I'm a big advocate for is like a smile list I've got one um and I used to talk about them in podcast episodes quite a lot write a smile list of things that make you smile things you enjoy doing and then make a conscious conscious effort and take responsibility like within your day-to-day life of like making sure you're getting up and doing one of those things two of them things a whole day full of those things like if you're in between uni terms I'm guessing maybe you mean summer or even if it's Christmas like maybe you've got a slightly lighter workload like take this opportunity to have fun and make yourself smile and I think that's 
the only way you can get out of a rut is by like taking responsibility and actually kind of just going and doing something about it like I don't want to sit and be like journal meditate blah, 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 like all of this fluffy duffy stuff because at the end of the day if you're in a rut no matter how hard it is the only thing that's going to get you out of that is you like getting your ass out of bed and getting on with life and making yourself smile and getting out of bed is going to seem way easier if like on your smile list is like I love waking up having a coffee and just like reading before I start my day so if you're in a rut because like you've got work to do even and it's like you just don't want to get up because you're not motivated to do the work make sure you're getting up to do something that you enjoy first of all because that makes getting out of bed so much easier like when I say oh, I'm gonna wake up and then go for a run first thing I'm gonna wake up and go to the gym first thing I don't wake up whereas if I'm like okay I'm gonna wake up have a coffee like read go outside like even just like have a coffee first and chill then I'm way more likely to go. But if I, honestly, I can be like, I'll get up and go for a run first thing, 7 a.m., like just wake up, close, go. I'm not good at that, I can't do that. Like that doesn't motivate me, that doesn't help me get out of the rut, I just don't get up. So yeah, try writing a smile list and like forcing yourself to do one or a few of those things a day and I think you'll notice how different you feel. Just like getting up out of bed straight away, going having a shower, gonna go sit with your coffee, maybe like I said, maybe journal, like have a nice, time in the morning so that it doesn't feel like a chore because obviously I don't know if you mean rut just because like you've got this free time you don't have to do with it or rut because you're stressed so either one of them things I think would help you a lot how to not see yourself as ugly and fat so first of all I can literally see your profile picture you are gorgeous you've got an apple spritz in your hand I wish I had an apple spritz in my hand, but I drank a whole entire bottle of apple yesterday at this party, so I also don't want to see one for a while, but then I'm also like going to Greece tomorrow, so like I'll probably be seeing one every day. But you are gorgeous. Um and I think oh, it's so sad, isn't it? I think what what's made you feel like that is a good place to start. Um if you want to look at it on a deeper level, because that's come from somewhere. So do people used to tell you that or do you compare yourself a lot? Is there something that you wanna, you know what I mean? Like you compare yourself to these girls on Instagram. Cause I think first and foremost, like fat especially is just, I don't know. It's not, a, it's not a nice word, is it? Like no one wants to be fat. And I think that comes from comparison of bodies on Instagram because I mean, I can tell from your picture, you are not even in the slightest bit fat. Um, and I feel like that can come from comparison of people on Instagram. So try following people who are more your body type and people who maybe don't have surgery on their body and stuff. Like take away some of the like really, not even idealistic, so I don't think they are, like filtered bodies. Get them off your Instagram feed. Like people who have actually had work done because there's nothing wrong with that. Like I, if that's what you want to do, I fully support that. But if you're having body issues, seeing people who have these perfect bodies that literally aren't natural and you cannot have unless you go and spend like tens of thousand pounds on surgery is just not helpful because you're comparing yourself to something that is just like yeah not natural impossible unobtainable for you unless you go and get work done so try and follow people of your body type and that goes for everyone I think like I think it's really good to have a varied like body type on your feed anyway just because it's really nice and it's really refreshing to see but it's also important that you're not following like size two models and only size two models because that can get you down. <laughs> only seeing one type of body. And I think as well, I've always found like, 
you definitely find I said this a lot in um the self-love podcast I did with Charlotte but you know that quote that it's like a rose and a sunset are both so beautiful but so different and I think as soon as I realized that I was like oh yeah I find this girl on my Instagram so so gorgeous and she looks nothing like this girl over here so why am I being like I don't look like her I'm not pretty but that girl that you find also pretty doesn't also look like her do you know what I mean like everybody looks so different and I appreciate the beauty in everybody so it's like why am I not appreciating it in myself and I think that's a really good place to start because it's like why are you seeing yourself as fat and ugly is it because you're comparing people okay well if you not compare but like line up these people you'll probably realize actually they all look really different and they're all still so beautiful so why don't you think you fit in there like just be kinder to yourself (laughs) and maybe go and listen to the podcast with Charlotte because I come from a very the way I view things is like I don't think how I look is that deep and I don't put that much pressure on it and I don't think about it too too much um so it's not that I necessarily like really love myself and have all this confidence it's just not something I think about a lot on a day-to-day basis just because I don't think it brings me much joy or like over analyzing how you look can only kind of become a bad thing so I just kind of don't see it that way like obviously I love days where I'm like I look fat or like I look I don't look cute but it just kind of doesn't get me down so I'm like well it doesn't really matter but Charlotte comes from a much more sympathetic side and like really articulates it well so if that advice doesn't sit with you go and have a listen to that episode because Charlotte yeah, Charlotte has really good advice for that. Also go and just follow her on Instagram. People like that on Instagram are so uplifting. Like, I love seeing... You know what, she's probably one of the reasons I think the way I think. Because, like, I'm just constantly seeing, like, self-love videos from Charlotte. It's, like, reels from Charlotte about, like, loving yourself and, like, being okay in different body types and everything like this. And, yeah, she's just great. She's so uplifting. Charlotte Emily Price, that is. I need a Pepsi Max sip. My nose is, like, blocked, I think, which is why I'm talking very nasally. How to get work-life balance right when starting an apprenticeship for the first time. So, obviously I've never had an apprenticeship, but I've been at uni and I've had jobs and I've been at school and I've had jobs and stuff. And I'm not sure it's something I've ever really mastered. I think I have slightly, but the guilt's always there. And I see this at TikTok earlier actually, that was like, as soon as you allow yourself to have rest or like allow yourself to have that time with your friends, you don't feel guilty about it. And I feel like not feeling guilty about having a good work-life balance is a really good place to start. I don't know if that resonates with anyone or if anyone else feels like that, but I feel like my work-life balance can be hard sometimes because I put more value on the time that I'm working. And that's like, so when I'm with my, not even when I'm with my friends, because I don't think about it, but if I'm trying to relax by myself, I'm like, yeah, you could just open your laptop and work and like, you probably should. So being like, no, I'm allowing myself to rest. This is my time to rest. It's helpful in terms of how to I think you need to I'm a big advocate now for working when I'm working and resting when I'm resting not trying to do both at the same time because then I feel like I'm never working properly and I feel like I'm never resting properly so I'm constantly in this stage of guilt that I haven't done it either because I'm always trying to do them both because that seems easier in my head but actually it's not it fucks up my brain because I feel like I haven't worked and I feel like I haven't rested constantly rather than feeling like all the time which is what I thought I'd feel like I'd rather feel 100% working 100% resting relaxing um so definitely putting strict 
timings in place that's like okay i'm working now for this two hours and then i can like play for two hours because as well two hours of consistent work is going to get you way further than like a nine till three of like in and out distracted on your phone work and then if you can do all of your work you have to do in like three hours then you get like the balance becomes way easier when you're focused on one at one given time do you know what I mean because the life balance is easier because you feel like you're really in the moment and then you feel really recharged and then you're ready to go back to work and you feel rested and then you're working and then you feel fulfilled because you've done that three hours of work you've got what you needed to you feel like you've worked really really hard you're really really proud of yourself and then you feel like okay I can allow myself to go and like live now for me anyway that's definitely where definitely helps me because then I feel like when I feel fulfilled in what I've done it's easier to have that balance but in terms of if you're just literally don't feel like you have time and you don't have the problem with the guilt (laughs) because maybe you're normal and your view on work is normal um like I said I think planning and being strict on that so like okay I do my apprenticeship nine till four or nine till five if I've got some work to do after that I don't think about it, I don't look at it, and then from f- five until I go to sleep, and then like strictly no weekends. Or like if you've got work to do on a Saturday morning and then that's you done. And being strict on that. Because as well, like I said, when you're strict on that, you, when you're strict on it, you can kind of, I know this might sound stupid, but if you're being strict on your timings, you'll get the work done and be stricter on your workload because you know, then you get to, live then you can then you get the balance whereas if you're not strict on the timings and you wake up on a saturday and you like flounce about and then you realize it's like three o'clock and you still haven't done that one or two hours of work you need to do and then you feel like you've wasted the morning because it wasn't well planned and blah 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 blah. my manager a lot of my friends swear on time blocking so being like okay this is two and a half hours to do for me example tiktok work and it's like not a I need to edit this video, this video, this video. Just like, okay, I've got two and a half hours now to work on my TikTok. Okay, let's make some videos. Okay, let's do some planning. Let's do this, let's do this. So that's definitely something I want to try and look into more. So maybe look into that. Um, But yeah, definitely prioritizing and then being strict on your work and play time is the way to go. How to not feel paranoid that everything will go wrong. I feel like my advice sessions are me just directing you to other podcasts. But babe, this is the podcast where we're changing the narrative. How about you feel paranoid that everything's going to go so unbelievably well and like you won't know what avenue to pick. You won't know what like opportunity to take because, oh my God, everything's just going to go so well. Like why would you not just assume everything's going to go well? Literally what the fuck have you got to lose from just assuming everything's going to go your way? And you might feel delusional doing it at first, but like literally only good things can come from assuming the best is going to happen. Only bad things can come from assuming the worst is going to happen. And it might come naturally to you. But like I always say, if a bad thought comes into your head, question it and counteract it there and then. Do not let your mind change its narrative and go with this flow and go with this narrative that everything's going to go wrong. No. Oh, wait, no, maybe I shouldn't go to Greece because maybe I won't make any friends. Uh, mm. Why the fuck do you think that? Imagine if you go to Greece and you make nine best friends for life and then they all come to your wedding at like... Do you know what I mean? You could have, like, these nine best friends for life, the best week ever. Like, why think about the bad? And I feel like for me and my mindset, that's enough, like, how to not do it. Because I'm like, 
literally what good is it bringing you because if you go into things like imagine i went into greece now being like it's gonna go so wrong like i'm literally bound to have a good time because i'm gonna need evidence to show me otherwise whereas if i go in trying to have a good time even if i get there and the girls smile at me and we say hello and like we have a little laugh share instagram i'll be like oh yeah look it's already going well but I mean you're looking for the good so go listen to my changing the narrative podcast because that shit is like literally the best podcast and it's where everybody should be redirected to not to toot my own horn but yeah I just you just always have to counteract the thought of like okay but what if it doesn't what if it goes really well and then eventually you'll start thinking in that mindset but first of all you have to notice a thought nip it in the bud and question it otherwise how to deal with not doing so well at uni as you'd hoped. I slipped up in my disc, meaning she was like less than a mark away from what she wanted and now I can't even bring myself to go to grad. Any advice? Be proud of yourself anyway. But okay, maybe you feel like you really deserved it and that is such a shame. But our uni experience (laughs) has been fucked. Like not only did we make it through a pandemic, we made it through a pandemic and got a fucking degree at the end. Like, that is something to be so proud of. Like, change the narrative and be like, okay, I slipped up here, but realistically, it doesn't matter that much because your grade that you got in uni really doesn't matter. Like, people just want to know that you've got a degree and that you can work to, like, degree level standard. No one really cares what you got in it. And it's kind of like that last question. It's like, why would you not go to grad and celebrate everything you've done? Why look at this from a negative angle of, like, oh, but I didn't get the grade okay but you've probably made amazing friends you probably had an amazing time regardless look at how proud you are of the work you've done i bet you're so proud of your dissertation to write a dissertation is such an incredible achievement so who cares if it didn't get that 0.3 percent that it needed because you should be proud of it regardless and it's almost like i said in the last episode that self-worth needs to come from you and how proud you are of your work and knowing you gave it everything you had rather than that self-worth or validation coming from the grade it got because at the end of the day that's not what matters you tried your absolute hardest we were in the middle of a pandemic i bet you were like me and you had like 20 minutes online with your tutor and to write a dissertation so just be proud of yourself and don't beat yourself up like that don't you dare not go to your grad and celebrate the amazing three years and all the hard work you've put in because that would be such a shame to let yourself down like that and beat yourself up like that when you have worked so unbelievably hard pat yourself on the back it doesn't matter what grade it got it really doesn't how to move on from your first heartbreak so if you know me you'll know i'm a big believer in the universe and the timing of the universe and the path we're supposed to be on so for me when something bad happens i'm like okay but this was always going to happen no matter if we tried to communicate better or uh do you know what I mean well I feel like try to communicate better is kind of the only thing that you need to do in a relationship to save it sometimes do you know what I mean sometimes you think oh like what if I didn't go on that night out that we were arguing about and talk to that boy that he's now jealous of what if we did do this what if we did do that it's like for me I'm like well you were probably always gonna break up anyway because that's the path that the universe is going to get you on and first heartbreak is hard because you know it's the first and I feel like you live and you learn and you get better at it and you realize that actually heartbreak is a really nice thing to go through because it's like you loved so hard and that's so special and even though that's god now 
it's like on to bigger and better things like imagine how hard you love that person and now you get to meet someone else who you're gonna love even more than that like that's such an exciting thing and you've gone through this heartbreak and now you get to like piece yourself back together again and reinvent yourself and I think heartbreak can be like a really great thing not in like a sad what's that word I'm looking for like in a oh my god what's the word I'm looking for in a something way I'm saying I think heartbreak's a good thing but not in like a oh I don't know the word I'm looking for it's like literally on the tip of my tongue not in like a crazy way do you know what I mean not in like a sad depressing crazy way like it's so good for you but like I do think heartbreak is is a good thing to go through you know it really helps mold you as a person and it really helps realign your priorities because you've got so much more time you've got so much more time to focus on you and like I said I have always found excitement in the fact that I loved this person so much um and I thought you know maybe I thought they were my everything at some stages and then you break up and you're like oh my god so imagine when the universe finally lets me meet the one like oh my god how am I gonna feel I bet that feeling is gonna be incredible do you know what I mean like, I was so happy with an ex imagine how I'm gonna feel when it's the right person and I think some people are it's always inevitable that you're gonna break up with your first love not for everybody you know we've all had the gorgeous love story of I mean my literal brother and his fiance were like each other's first loves and then they broke up and came back together again and all very dramatic but like that they were and they found themselves and then they were each other's people but just and I don't actually believe in right person wrong time but they were 13 so I guess it doesn't count <laughs> they didn't really have a choice to break up like their parents needed to move back to England so they didn't really have a choice but yeah you're okay you've got this girl and see it as an exciting turning point in your life it's good for the plot do you know what I mean trying to communicate without it becoming an argument my boyfriend always thinks it is so I think this is a red flag and I know some people aren't very good at communicating and some people have to learn but I also don't think that if you're a similar age to me it's your responsibility to teach your boyfriend how to communicate you can be like hey I'm just trying to tell you how I feel you do not have to react like this do not start getting defensive with me because I'm simply telling you how I feel and you can try and help them but if they're not seeing the light and if they're not changing it is not your responsibility to teach them how to communicate and if they're making you feel like shit and you can't express your feelings not being funny you should probably get out of there and I think that's really all there is to it because if someone can't communicate you can't really you don't you don't, you don't really have much like that's the foundations for a good relationship and maybe he just needs to go and look at why he's becoming so defensive does he actually think he's done something wrong and he's being defensive because he knows you're right because that's still not okay but I feel like I don't really have too much advice for this other than like try and have a chat with him and be like look when I so maybe when it's not in arguments so don't do this when you've argued maybe go to him when you two are having a really good time and be like hi I wanted to talk about this because I know whenever I try and bring up how I'm feeling, it can turn into an argument. So I wanted to talk to you when we were both had like clear heads and we're not arguing and that nothing wrong has happened. You haven't upset me. I just want to talk about how defensive you get when I tell you how I'm feeling. And maybe because he'll be in a good like headspace and you're not arguing, he'll be able to be like, 
oh yeah actually I think it's because like maybe he grew up in a household where people argued lots and he's not used to communication and then maybe I don't think you need to teach him but maybe then he can go away and be like oh okay maybe I do do that and he can change but if he doesn't yeah you deserve better babe and I feel like maybe we'll finish on this so someone has said biggest life advice and I don't think I necessarily have a motto you know when someone's like what's your motto like what's your best piece of advice but something I always come back to when I'm having a hard time or when I'm really stressed or things just feel confusing <laughs> you might laugh it's I'm like Megan babe you're literally on floating rock literally why are you deep in it so much I always come back to this I'll be so stressed about like, okay where do I want to focus my attention for work do I want to make youtube videos do I want to make podcasts oh my god like I don't think I'm working enough. Oh, I don't think I'm making enough out of my life. I think I need to be more intentional with my time. I think I need to get up and do more. I think I need to rah, rah, rah. My mind is really fast all the time, if you can't tell. And I'm always like, okay, bring it back. You're on a floating mark. <laughs> Which to some people might sound so stupid, but it's what I always come back to. That like, it's literally not that deep. And I mean for anything. Like, this is what I mean. Like, when it comes to my appearance, I'll be like, I don't love these jeans on me. I feel a bit like fat in these or like, oh God, my face doesn't look that great today. And I'm like, but literally who gives a flying fuck? We're on a floating rock, like literally who cares? Are you really not gonna go out today because you think you look a bit bad? Because that's fucking weird behavior because it's not that deep and no one else gives a fuck because everybody else is way too focused on what they're doing to see if your face looks a bit pale today and if your hair's a little bit greasy. Or if you've posted one podcast or two podcasts. Or if you missed your TikTok upload today. Or like literally anything. I'm like, it is just not that deep. And you just need to have a good time. Because that is literally why I think we're all here. To just like have a good time and make the most out of life. Which also then sometimes puts me into like an existential crisis. That that's what I'm not doing. But then again, I come back to it and I'm like, okay, it's not that deep. Go and do it tomorrow. And I think Bali made me realise that as well. (laughs) to just be an easy person you know I feel like that's my biggest life advice to just like stop taking things so seriously remember every now and again that you're on a floating rock and Tuesdays with Maury taught me to be less ambitious he literally there's a line in it that says if you were aware you could die at any moment I think you'd be less ambitious than you are and I think I always kind of come back to that that I'm like oh yeah our sole purpose here is to just like have a good time and make sure we're living and yeah them two things are kind of just always things I come back to so is that my biggest life advice I guess so because that's always the conclusion that I come back to whenever I'm having a hard time I'm like it's literally not that deep and you're on a floating rock and like literally it doesn't matter like the girl with her uni grade like you're literally on a floating rock are you really gonna sit here and cry and not go to your own grad and celebrate your own hard work because you're like 0.3% off a grade because like you're literally on a floating rock. Like when you really put into perspective, it literally doesn't matter. I think, I can't decide if sometimes I find comfort in this or not, but when I think about myself in terms of the world, I'm like, and I don't mean this in a, oh, it was just on the tip of my tongue again. I don't mean this in like a brutal way, in like a sad way, but I'm like, you are insignificant. And like I said, not in a, oh my God, it was just on the tip of my tongue again. Everyone's going to be DMing me like, this was the word. Not in a crude way, not in a, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Fuck it, it doesn't matter. 
not in a sad way, like, oh, you're so insignificant, like, in a comforting way. It's like, like, in the grand scheme of things, it's not gonna matter if you have a two, one, or a first. It's not gonna matter if you're this weight or this weight, or if you've posted this many podcasts or this many, whatever, like, you are so insignificant. <laughs> and, like, not that I don't think I can be significant and, like, leave a legacy and make an impact on people's lives, but I'm like, it literally doesn't matter. There is a whole big fucking world up there and there's a whole big fucking universe outside that. Like, what you do doesn't matter. So just fucking have fun and relax. I think some people will find it uh, scary to think that like they're insignificant. But I find a lot of comfort in it. Cause like I said, I don't mean insignificant, like I'm small and I'm not worthy and like what I do doesn't matter. So I shouldn't do anything. It's just comforting sometimes when something doesn't go your way or you're feeling a bit stressed that like, actually it's really insignificant and it's probably not gonna make that much of a difference or in the grand scheme of things in your life, like it just doesn't matter whatever you're worrying about. So that's my, uh, <laughs> that's my little drop in the ocean of advice, life advice, if you wanna live like me, just don't take things so seriously. Oh, I'm a poet. I feel like I'm literally talking through my nose right now. I feel so nasally. So I'm going to finish that up there. My journal prompt for this week is what does your highest and best self look like? And this is something I think I'm going to journal over in the next few days or the next week while I'm in Greece. What, what person do I want to show up as every day? You know, what habits do they do? What are they like? How do they act? What do they think like? What to you is your highest and best self? And then I guess my mindful moment is, is there an action you can take today to show up as that person? So can you roll out of bed at 7am and just do it? Because like, that's what to you, the highest version of yourself does. Or can you just switch off your phone tonight and not think about work and not go on social media because you don't want that much screen time and just pick up a book? Because that's what your highest self would do. Or are you gonna call your friends because you don't see your friends that often because that is what your higher self would do. So yeah. That's my little, that's my thought for the week. And I hope you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you all next Sunday. Bye. Sorry if I sound like a literal man the whole time. <laughs>